We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. All right, and uh, welcome to episode 73. And today we've uh, got Matt Ramazzi on from Catforge. And uh, welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so look, uh, let's just jump right into it. Um, explain to us a bit about what Catforge is and what it does and, and I guess how it can be helpful for our, our listeners. Sure. So Capforge, uh, we specialize in bookkeeping and accounting, uh, and predominantly our clients are in the online business space. So a lot of e-commerce sellers, uh, people selling on Amazon, but also other platforms, Shopify, Etsy, eBay, et cetera, and people shopping or, or selling rather on multiple platforms, um, <clears throat> as well as we have people who do, you know, sort of content-based uh, online businesses where they're banking on affiliate income. We have people who do software as a service types of businesses. Um, you know, pretty much any kind of online business. We have some digital agencies, any kind of online or online related business. Uh, you know, we have clients who are doing that same thing. And so we've really built up our expertise on you know, knowing how these businesses work and how best to reflect their activity from a bookkeeping and, and accounting standpoint, so you can kind of see, you know, how the business is bringing money in, where the money is going out, and how much is left over. So you can kind of make some decisions around that. You can try and optimize the business, increase the profit. Of course, at tax time, it makes it very easy if all the, you know, the bookkeeping and record keeping has been done all through the year. And then you can work on sort of minimizing the amount of taxes that you end up paying. If you go to sell the business, it's easier if you have obviously good financials that can demonstrate how successful the business has been. Um, and so, you know, overall, we all we try to help clients out and we answer a lot of questions too. you know, things about sales tax is always a big question in the states. How does that work? What do I owe? Um, you know, things like VAT and other countries, we can talk about that paying yourself and payroll questions around that and just general sort of consulting and advisory around growth and strategy. So, um, you know, we try hard to be a good resource for our clients, whether they're just starting out or they're, you know, have already gotten to a pretty good size to be able to advise them on, you know, how they can optimize their business from a financial and accounting standpoint. Yeah, that's great. So in terms of the way you guys operate, um, it seems to me that um, you've got uh, obviously uh, physical staff, uh, bookkeepers that, um, you know, uh, clients can talk to and, and, and work with one on one. And then do you have a uh, like an online platform or portal that um, clients can sort of log into and sort of see where things are at and uh, different resources on there? Right. So we have, you know, our bookkeeping staff and accounting staff. Then we have our own uh, capforge.com is the website. And, and for clients who come on board with us, we have a portal where they can, you know, communicate through and upload documents and download reports that we've generated for them and things like that. And then for the accounting platform that we use, we use QuickBooks Online. Uh, it's, you know, the, the biggest platform in the States by far. 
Um, and it's also, you know, got we've got lots of Canadian users and UK users and so on. Uh, in other parts of the world, you know, Zero has gotten some traction. I know particularly where you guys are at in New Zealand and, and uh, in Australia, Zero has gotten pretty popular. Um, but for us, we use QuickBooks Online. So when we set up a client, we give them access to the QuickBooks Online account. We set it up because they give us a wholesale rate. So that way, instead of paying full price for it, you're paying uh, about 60% of the retail price. We just bill for it. We don't upcharge on it. Uh, but we set our clients up with access so they can log into and see exactly what we're doing and um, you know see the reports we're generating. And the nice thing about it, <clears throat> um, is that it is its own platform, right? So sometimes clients get big enough, they decide to bring their accounting in-house or for whatever reason, you know, they want to switch providers or something. And the nice thing about using a program like QuickBooks is, at least with us, we let, you know, all the file, everything we've done for you goes with you. A system, for example, like Bench, uh, that's another, you know, uh, bookkeeping service provider. The challenge with Bench is, their bookkeeping software is their own. They built this sort of black box bookkeeping software. And if they do bookkeeping for you, that's fine. But if at some point you want to switch providers or leave uh, or bring it in-house, you can't take any of that with you. So you lose all of your history. Everything they've done for you up to that point, you can't take with you. So you have to restart from scratch. And if you want to recreate it, you have to literally pay to rebuild it or else just, you know, sort of give it up. And likewise, you can't really log in and make changes or, or update things in their system because, you know, again, it's their black box system. So that's one of the challenges of working with a company like that, where, you know, with us, we're on an open source system like QuickBooks or somebody that works on Zero. you as the client can take your work with you. You can log in and you can see everything and you can take the work with you. A system like Bench, they close the doors and you essentially are locked out. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I mean, we use Xero um, uh, down here and it's, you know, it's a good system, but I've also used QuickBooks previously. And um, I think that's really relevant. What you're saying is because, you know, I think people need to understand that, you know, they might be a certain size now, but, you know, they don't know what their future holds, you know, whether they, you know, they go into a different partnership or they want to go elsewhere. And, and so to have that um, ability to move their financial records with them is is pretty important. Um, and so I think another one of the things I looked at, uh, which I thought was quite unique with your offering, is that you guys offer a, like a flat fee structure per month. Um, and I guess that's probably real um, advantageous to our clients in terms of they know what their fees are going to be. They can budget for that. Um, would you say that's kind of one of your other big differences between you and, and say, your competitors? Or is there other other things there that you, uh, you'd want to talk about? Yeah. So, I mean, for sure, the flat rate pricing, um, you know, that's something I started from day one. And, and that came from, you know, me, I've owned other businesses aside from this one. And, and in cases, you know, in the past where I hired bookkeepers to help me with some of my other businesses, I never liked the idea of, well, you know, here's our hourly rate, but we can't tell you how many hours it's going to take each month. And I always thought, well, why not? You know, my business doesn't change that much. It's pretty straightforward. It's the same bank accounts, credit cards I have month after month. So why can't you tell me, you know, how much it's going to take each month? And how come some months you, 
you know, it only takes four hours and the next month, it seems like it takes eight hours. And, and I know month to month, nothing changed much. So I knew as a client, I would like to know, you know, can you just give me a flat rate? And that way I know if that makes sense to me and seems fair, then I know what I'm paying each month and I don't have to worry about it, you know, unless my business changes substantially. But other than that, I can kind of rely on what I'm going to pay and budget accordingly. So I just thought that system made sense. And that's something that we've done, you know, from the very beginning, we'll look at any potential clients needs and, and then give them a quote that's specific to their uh, situation. If they've got, you know, even if it's a $10 million a year business, but they've only got one bank account and they only sell on Amazon, the US platform, and that's it, you know, they might be, or probably will be <clears throat> at our monthly minimum because they just don't have a lot going on. On the other hand, somebody who has, you know, maybe sells on five or six different Amazon platforms and Shopify and eBay and Etsy and Walmart, and they have five bank accounts and they have six credit cards and, you know, a couple of TransferWise accounts. Well, even if their revenues only a few hundred thousand a year, they're going to be at a higher cost per month for the bookkeeping because all of those accounts are ones that we'd have to open up and track and make sure it got recorded properly. So we try to be very fair and we don't just look at the business and say, well, these guys have a lot of money. We probably can charge them more. And, you know, we look at it like how much work is it for us? And then we try to be, you know, very transparent and very straightforward in our pricing. That's definitely one of the things that, you know, makes us a little different than a lot of the providers out there. Another one, obviously, is just our specialization in this field. If you go to your local CPA or your local bookkeeper and, you know, you're trying to explain to them how your online business works or what affiliate marketing means or, you know, how e-commerce uh, works, how Amazon pays you every couple of weeks, you're, you're trying to educate them on how to do your work. And they may or may not get it. And if they've never done it before, they only have one or two clients that do the same kind of thing. Chances are they're going to make some mistakes. They're not going to be as accurate as they could be. They're not going to certainly be able to give you advice on improving your business because, you know, you're the one teaching them how to do it instead of them being able to provide you with some consultation and advice. So that's a differentiator. And then I think the other big thing that I'm sort of proudest of is you know, virtually all of our business comes from referrals. Um, you know, we have over a hundred five-star reviews on our website. Um, we've got, you know, a 4.9 something Google rating. We really try hard to make sure that people are happy with our work. Our agreements are only month to month, so nobody's locked in. I don't want anybody here because <clears throat> they're stuck in a long-term contract. I want them staying with us because they're happy about what they're getting every month. They feel like the price is fair. The service is friendly and good. Um, so we try really hard to be, you know, somebody that you'd want to tell your friends about and recommend to people that, you know, might be able to use our services, not somebody that, you know, is sort of a ho-hum, who cares? Yeah, they're all right, but not, not great. Or, you know, affirm that people are actively looking for a better option, uh, but, you know, don't just haven't gotten around to switching away from. So we try hard to do a great job with our pricing, with our expertise in the online space and with our customer service. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think the um, second point you made about your expertise in the online space is is very relevant because, I mean, I've, I've dealt with a couple of bookkeepers and, um, you know, the traditional bricks and mortar bookkeepers, they're just, they're not experienced in the online space. And, um, you know, it took me a long time to actually get my current bookkeeper up to speed about what, what it is 
it is exactly that I do and, and all the technicalities behind it and all that sort of thing. So, um, you know, being able to deal with, with um, a team like you've got who actually understand all that stuff right off the off the bat um, is a real uh, advantage. So, that yeah, that's some um, that's a really good service, I think. The other thing is that um, I noticed that you've, um, you know, for um, startups, and that's particularly relevant to our audience, is, you know, you can offer some reduced pricing around low-volume work, which you mentioned before. And I think that's probably really relevant because, a lot of our um, a lot of our audience, when they're starting out online, they're going and and um, so busy with you know setting up whatever their offer is, setting up whatever their product is, and the social media, the website, and and all of that. And the, a lot of the time, it's the last thing they think about is the accounting side of it, and and how they're meant to structure that, and um, and all of a sudden they're making money, and then you know they realise there's tax implications, and all all of that stuff comes into it probably too late in the piece for them, and and so to be able to actually connect with someone like yourselves and and set up right from the get go, then they know their position. You know, and they don't they don't get in a situation where they spent all the profit and they don't have anything to pay the taxes um, because they're already organized and, and set up with you guys right right from the start. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like to work with startups just as much as the bigger firms. And, you know, in some cases, sure, you're really early stage. And, you know, it may not make sense to work with us, even at our lowest pricing, even our, you know, reduced pricing for startups. But I'm happy to still have the conversation. And if I can give you some pointers that'll make it easier when you do get to the point where you're ready to get started, you know, it'll save us both quite a bit of work. And that translates to saving, you know, you as the startup some money because you'll be more organized and ready to get switched on. And then once, you know, you do come on board, we're happy to start small and kind of grow with you as the business goes. But it's always easier to get this started early rather than, you know, and, and we get this kind of call all the time. Hey, you know, I'm a year and some months into this and it got, you know, it, it went really well and I've made, you know, $400,000 in revenue, but I haven't done any bookkeeping and I have no idea if I've made money or not or if I'm going to owe any taxes or not. And Okay, great. I'm happy to help that person as well. But, you know, now it's obviously become a bit of a catch up project to go back to, you know, a year or more and gather all that information, get it all going. And I might be asking them, hey, you know, what was this this transaction for? And they go, oh, I don't know, it was nine months ago. I can barely remember. So, you know, getting a jump start on this stuff uh, really does pay dividends in the long run. And I, I get it. I mean, I know bookkeeping is nobody's favorite um, you know, way to spend their time or <laughs> nobody's excited to uh, to talk bookkeeping. But <clears throat> I do think, you know, it, the, the sooner you do it, the, the less painful it is. And I always feel like, you know, we're all small business owners here at the end of the day. And we're doing it because we're hoping that our effort and hard work and stress and planning pays off, right? So, Bookkeeping is kind of the way you're keeping track of that, keeping a score and seeing how much is it paying off and is it paying off and what can I do that'll add more to it and what am I doing that maybe isn't making much of a difference or, you know, isn't paying me for all the time and effort that I'm investing in that part of 
the business. So to me, keeping score and seeing where you're winning and seeing where you could, you know, have room for improvement, that is fun, even though the, the mechanics of it maybe isn't as much fun. Um, but that's what, you know, you can outsource that piece to us. But then when you get to look at the report and say, oh, for, you know, over the last six months, all my hard work and effort has paid off. And this is how much I've made. And, you know, if I can double this again from here, or double it again from there, you know, wow, I'd really be a nice little business I'd have here. So to me, that's kind of a fun part of the this whole thing is to kind of see how, how it's actually going along. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Something that we always, um, you know, try to instill in, in our listeners is that, you know, from day one in your business, you should set it up along the lines of, of what, you know, that you're actually going to sell the business. So if you set it up properly with your financials and everything from the, from the get-go, you know, that puts you in a position where, you know, you never know in, in a year's time. You might actually go, well, actually, you know, this has gone well, but it's not my gig. I want to go and do something else. All of a sudden, you've got that that structure behind you from the get-go, which which is so much easier to then go and take your business to market and, and sell it. Whereas the other example that you mentioned, you know, if they come in and go, well, I've actually made some good money, but I've, it's not my gig. I want to sell this. And you go, well, hang on a minute. We're we're playing catch up now. And we've got to go right back and, and get all the ducks in a row. Um, it's so much harder to, to do that in reverse. And, and so, you know, it's something um, that we always push upon, um, you know, our listeners about actually just, get everything set up, systemized from the beginning, and especially the money side of it, even though you might not be earning much in the beginning, you know, at least then when you do grow and you do start being profitable and things, you've you've got that structure in place and you've got all the records to show it as well, as well as actually being legally compliant with the government as well, which is kind of important. Right. Yeah. Something to be said for that too. <laughs> but yeah, I advise people, you know, if the simplest thing you can do, you don't have to go out and set up a whole new corporation necessarily, or, you know, at least not right away, of course. But if you, you know, just set up a separate bank account, put some money in it, that'll be the money that you use for the startup and, and really keep keep the business stuff, the expenses and any money that comes in separate from all your personal stuff. Because for one, it just makes it so much easier, even if you don't start the bookkeeping right away. If you just go back and say, okay, well, everything, you know, in checking account, one, two, three, four, that was all my business stuff. Great. Then that keeps it nice and organized. And I don't have to then, you know, kind of go back and say, well, now you, I've got to take a look at all your personal accounts to pick out the few, you know, pieces that were business. I don't necessarily, you know, obviously want to go through your personal stuff. You probably don't want me going through your personal stuff. So that means now you have to go through it and pick out just the ones that are business and try to remember if that Amazon purchase from three months back was something you bought for the business or something you bought for the house or whatever. So keeping that, you know, dividing line between money you spend on your business efforts and money you spend for personal things, you know, putting up a wall between those two really makes it so much easier um, to then sort of sort out what came in and what what uh, went out for the business. And it's not commingled in with all your, your personal things. And, you know, to your point, right, if you decide to sell, it's much easier to show a buyer, hey, this is the stuff that was related to the business. Again, instead of having to say, well, you know, it's sort of all mixed in with my personal and, you know, maybe my spouse has something going on or we even have a second business or something and it's all, but it's all mixed together. It just makes it messy and much harder to uh, 
to separate out and harder for a buyer to have confidence that you've got everything separated properly. So, you know, from the earliest days, if possible, set up a separate bank account and try to just, you know, run the business stuff through that separate account and don't commingle it all with your personal yeah, I think that's some really good tips and, and something that, uh, you know, I've seen a few people get tripped up on and, and it's mainly when they come to sell it. Like I've had a few friends that have sold businesses, uh, websites and things and, and some of that stuff has been commingled together and it, it's just a nightmare to try and unravel. So um, good good tips and, um, you know, some, some good stuff for our listeners to uh, take heed of if they're uh, looking to start an online business. So, Matt... Um, that's about all we've got time for today. But if people want to get hold of you, how, what's the best method? Sure. So, I mean, if you visit the website, capforge.com, um, you know, it's got our phone number on there. It's got a contact form. Um, and that's probably the best way to kind of take a look at what we've got going. And if you'd like to reach out, you know, like I said, I'm happy to chat with anybody, whether you're just getting started or you're, you know, quite a ways along. Um, and you know, if there's something we can help you with, great. If not, you know, just happy to chat and I feel like, you know, we'll be able to help you maybe down the road or you'll know someone else we can help out. It's to me, you know, I'm happy to have the conversation and then, you know, if we're a fit, great. And if not, no problem, but I would say start with the website. And then, you know, once you've kind of taken a look at what's there, reach out and, uh, and I'd be happy to chat. Yeah. I think that's really good because, you know, a lot of the time, you know, people, you know, they're trying different softwares and services and they get, you know, it's, it's, it's so, um, you know, a lot of trials are, you know, based on the software and you don't actually get to talk to a real person. So I think that's a nice offer you've got there where people can just touch base with you, have a conversation, at least sort of, you can tell them where they're at and it might not be the right time for them, but you know, it's, um, it's good to be able to talk to people these days. (laughs) Right. Well, and even, you know, sometimes in a five or 10 minute conversation, you can get more information back and forth across in a, in a meaningful way than with 15 emails or, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure it out on your own. It's just easy to say, oh, well, now that you've, you know, you, you told me where you're at, here's what I'd suggest. Step one, step two, step three, and, you know, off you go. But trying to get all that into figured out in an email or something or a series of emails, you know, a lot of times that's more frustrating. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy to talk to people. And, uh, you know, like I said, if we can help you out, great. Or if we're not, it's not the right fit or it's not the right time, you know, I'm, I'll point you in the right direction for whatever it is, uh, it, whatever would be good for you at that stage. Yeah, awesome. Oh, that's fantastic, Matt. So that's Matt Ramuzzi from Capforge. And that's all we've got time for in episode 73. We'll see you in the next one. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Thank you.